Oh my God, hi. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, it's the kind that gay kids can talk to with their parents about during the holidays. It's the common denominator. We turn Fox News down. We turn Turner Classic Movies up. And that's what we do. That's what we do. That's how we survive. Anyway, that's maybe just me. Okay, back in the before times. Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now we can't do that anymore. We can't pack into a airless recording studio like we're a bunch of teenagers in the 1950s doing a phone booth thing. What was that all about, by the way? Anyway, that is all possibly lethal. It is definitely more frowned upon than being a Nepo baby like Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, we know. We know you didn't really earn your career. You just got it because your dad was a carpenter on a on a studio lot. New York Magazine, that's a stretch. Come on now. Anyway, for now, it is one iconic comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been amassing in that one little piece of their brain that is just for comebacks to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit emeritus that'll give their opinion on just how many more goddamn breaking news stories we can handle about indictments that we might get between when this episode records and when it drops more weight than a civilians you can hear it in my voice i am struggling through the end of this year charge the dude or don't jesus lord you're listening to troubled waters Let's meet our players. Our first contestant is a former producer for X-Play on G4 TV, a video gamer extraordinaire. It's Emily Rose Jacobson. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here, Emily Rose. Uh, how is your holiday season going? You know, uh, it's it's going pretty well. I'm, I'm ready for 2022 to end. I'm ready to see what uh-huh. 2023 has in store. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Uh, so you're you're a gamer. Mm-hmm. I am not traditionally. However, in the last couple of weeks, I have become obsessed with Marvel Snap. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's good. It's it's so well made and it's addictive, but it's the right. It's the matches are timed precisely, so you get that nice hit of yes. like a, that nice kind of hit, but you don't have to play a ton. You're not stuck to it. You can just kind of. Do no. a few matches and be done for the day. Exactly, exactly. I like it's. I guess it's sort. It's like Pokemon, kind of, right? Got to catch them all. Kind of, yeah. It's much more like um, Hearthstone, which was kind of a card. It's a, oh. a card-based trading game, but kind of similar. I really Very like. Nice. That's what I like about Marvel Snap is that there's no necessarily pay to play, but you can pay if you mm-hmm. want to just get like really cool cards. Like I love all the pixelated versions of the Marvel characters, and so I want to collect all of them. Um. Yeah, I just I just paid for like cool shiny cards. So good. <laughs> Who am I? I've never been this person in my life. It's very strange, but I really like it. I really like it a lot. Maybe I'm a gamer. What a, what a thing to find out about oneself in middle age. Thank you for being here, Emily Rose Jacobson. Our second contestant is the creator and the co-host of the podcast on Lady Like. It's Kristen Conger. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. I am thrilled that you are here. Where are you coming from? I'm in Atlanta. Mm. Yes. Is that is that home? 
It is. Or is that home? It is. Uh, yes, okay. and people usually make that surprise face when I say it is. Mm. <laughs> but yes, I live. So it's actually in where you live. Yes, yes. Okay. Not just passing okay. through. Not just passing through for the holidays. Uh, how are things in Atlanta? Oh, they are fine. I had my like annual Christmas party on Saturday, uh-huh. and I may or may not, y'all, still be a touch hungover. Okay. Yes. Great. <laughs> right? Great. That's what happens oh. when we get older, right? Multi-day it hangovers? It is what happens when we get older, and we have, like, a drink. Uh-huh. We're, we're existentially hungover for days. Oh, man. Uh, what's, what's your poison? That's literally poisoning you. Poisoning you. Well, oh. this time around, it was a lot of Prosecco, and by the end of the Ooh. night, those turned into, what were they, the uh, Spagliato? Prosecco. Negroni Spagliato ah. with Prosecco. Yes. Ooh. And how does that taste? Okay. Well, I don't know that I'm the one to ask because I was just like, I wasn't measuring anything. I, I, I was just pouring bottles into a glass and right. it tasted okay. Great. But I think proportions are for dorks. I, I think that's I just put all the ingredients together and just, you know, in whatever, in whatever way you choose yeah and see what happens yeah that's how magic that's how magic can happen um i am just back from uh from new york my i um i went to like the esquire holiday party and at the restaurant where we had the holiday party they uh one of the things that they passed around was hot beef broth shots there's like beef stock and vodka what piping hot (laughs) And uh, and and to shoot. So I guess not piping hot, but like hot. And can I tell you something? Delicious, absolutely delicious. I'm will really it processing. will it take the place of the Bloody Mary in my life? Probably not, but may- maybe it's in the conversation. Hot broth shots. Is that what people are drinking? Nice is that is what that is that what is? we're going to be drinking in 2023? Maybe, maybe that was uh, a look into the future. That I'm not really sure. Of like the healthy gut yeah. TikTok. And also getting smashed. Yes, it's that. It's that. I can't imagine getting drunk on it. I like I sipped cautiously on one throughout the evening, but but it was very, very good. It was very good. I was I'm I'm maybe a believer. Uh Kristen, Emily Rose, thank you so much for being here. If I sound a little bit better now, it's because I fixed it. Stupid technical difficulty. But anyway. Uh okay. You have now met our players. It is time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So, players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story or person or event or uh, teaser trailer or whatever of the last week or two. Emily Rose, we'll start with you. Well, as we all know, this year's been a tough one. And Uh as someone who's experienced a layoff, uh, I found solace that Henry Cavill himself has also experienced a myriad of layoffs this year. Not only from stepping down from being the Witcher, but also now stepping down from being Superman, it appears. But there is good news because he is now in partnership with Games Workshop to create a Warhammer 40k cinematic universe where he will not only set to star in it, but he is an executive producer. And you know what? If Henry Cavill can live his nerdy life, so can we all. Oh, Henry Cavill. Beautiful Henry Cavill. I just I just want the best for him. I just want the best for him. It's been a tough year. It's been a Man. difficult year for him. However, he still gets to do something that I don't, um, which is look in the mirror and be Henry Cavill. <laughs> True. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that probably never gets old. Oh, you have yeah. to imagine that that's like every day. It's like, ooh, yeah, yep, still me. It's all good. I still look like this. He's lovely. Uh, and good for him. Good for him. Uh, War Warhammer? Warhammer 40K. So what okay, it is, it's a tabletop is. miniature um, game where you kind so of- So this is the next thing I'm going to get into? Is what you're saying? Do you like, do you like painting? Do you like building little um, figures? And do you like using measuring tape in your tabletop RPGs? I, this is, Warhammer's not going to work on me. Probably not. But but, uh, but yeah, you get to he's he's infamously been like painting minis and building PCs over the last few years. So great. I always appreciate it when we see a celeb fly their kind of nerdy or like um, geeky hobby flag. Uh, so yes. I'm I'm very curious to see what this turns into. But I'm glad he he has something new to look forward to. There's also that poss he also teased a while ago a possible Mass Effect project that I guess that has just gone right. on silent, but. I'm glad he's got Warhammer 40K. Listen, we want we want his day planner chock full every single day. Cavill will be your buzzing word. Uh, Kristen, about you. Okay, uh, something shocking happened yes. on television on Sunday, and it's on a show that I didn't think I'd be talking about, and that is one Yellowstone. Don't know oh. if y'all heard of this little show uh-huh. that I'll admit I'm not I'm not what do they call themselves stoners what are, what do Yellowstone fans really? call themselves I hope so because that would I make my parents stoners and that is oh. so funny exactly oh, so this is this is also tied into like home for the holidays because I'll be heading home and I think I might now be diving into Yellowstone it mm. had on Sunday its first lesbian kiss. Which you might think like, oh, okay, like two women kissed on Yellowstone. Is that such a big deal? I think considering our source material and just how popular Yellowstone is and the fact that it was, so it was Kevin Costner's press secretary, Lily, at one point he just references that like they were at the Montana State Fair, of course, and... He was like, oh, yeah, I mean, she's just back there kissing somebody else. And camera cuts to two lady cowboys just sharing a sweet kiss. And everyone around them at the Montana State Fair is super chill about it. It's kind of no big deal in the story itself, but uh, seems significant considering the audience of Yellowstone, perhaps. I love it. I love it. I love it. So has there been backlash, frontlash? What, what, what's the response been? I mean, so far I'm seeing just like, eh, lash. Okay. Like some people wow. on Twitter saying like, oh, of course the liberals would get to this eventually. And, you know, I'm not, I shouldn't project that accent onto all the stoners out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I do think I, 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 I now, I will say, am more curious than ever to, to dip in because I've been hearing, of course, the buzz about Yellowstone of like, oh, maybe I should, maybe yeah. I shouldn't, I don't know. Uh, but it seems okay. like there are uh, there's some interesting themes happening in there. People go nuts over Yellowstone. People yeah. go nuts over Yellowstone. I've resisted it my own self. But I'm, I think stoners is your buzz in word. <laughs> yes. Stoners. Stoners versus Cavill. That's right. Those are your buzz in words. Keep them ready. 
as we move forward. Okay, we will start the show with, this is now an annual round that we call 2020. What? Uh, This is our first show of 2023 as we wave goodbye to 2022. Uh, Bye. Uh, A year which, like at least the last seven, lasted about 200 years. As a matter of fact, Time has been so warped and slippery that lately you really may find it hard to remember what happened when. And that is where this simple game comes in. We're going to give you a major news story. You will tell us whether that happened in 2022 or in 2021. And in a shocking twist, we're including one event that took place in 2020. Yes. All right. So just keep that ready as we move forward. Buzz in if you know the answer. Okay. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez announced their re-engagement. Stoner. 22, 21. You need Stoner. 2022. 2022. Jennifer Lopez announced it on Twitter in April of 2022. One point to you and the stoners of the world. Number two. Denis Villeneuve's movie adaptation of Dune was released in cinemas. Stoner. Mm-hmm. 2022. 21. Uh, in fact, oh, October of 21. Was, I thought that was the 2021. <laughs> oh, wow. It seems as though it's far. always been in our life, Dune. Uh, number three, Elon Musk first offered to buy Twitter for $44 billion. Cavill? Yes. 2021? 2022. Oh. He made his offer in t- April of 2022 after, I guess, maybe being rebuffed by uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, and then he tried to back out. And then he had to go through with it. And now it is so much worse for everyone involved than it already was. Oh, boy. It's awful. Just awful. Uh, rich people aren't necessarily smarter. Okay, number four. The Evergreen cargo ship clogged the Suez Canal. Cavalier. That was March of 2021. You're on the board. Yay. Well done. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift released Red, Taylor's version. Oh, God. Stoner. Yes. (laughs) 2021? 2021. November of 2021. Well done. Uh, Adele pulled her Vegas residency at the last minute. Stoner's. 2020, yes. 2022? It was January of 2022 in a in a tearful video uh, posted less than 24 hours before it was due to start. People are getting in their hotel rooms and stuff. Uh, okay, the Snyder Cut of Justice League was finally released. Uh, Cavill. <laughs> yes. Uh, 2021. That was 2021. It came out on HBO Max in March of 2021. Uh, Luke Skywalker appeared on The Mandalorian. Uh, Cavill. Yes. That was 2021. That was 2020. Oh, that The season finale appeared on your Disney Plus screens on December 18th, 2020. And finally, Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes was found guilty of defrauding investors. Stoner. Yes. 2022. Just barely into 2022, January 3rd of 2022. She was just uh, sentenced. I don't know why that took so long. But yes, okay, we have got a game. Woo! Uh, Kristen and her Yellowstone Nation 
Oh, no. <laughs> Emily yes. Rose. It's you own this now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Emily Rose and Henry Cavill sitting in a tree uh, with two points. Let's move on to our next round. It is one that we are calling Troubled Waters Word of the Year. The Oxford English Dictionary has announced that it's Word of 2022. Anyone? Is yes. Goblin Mode. Oh. Goblin Mode. That wasn't going to be a, a points question. Should have been maybe. But anyway. <laughs> uh, it defines goblin mode as being unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. So, I mean, listen, with all due respect to the OED, we think this is a terrible choice for word of the year, not just because of generalizations about goblins that I think are, are harmful, um, but also because I think we can all do better. First of all, I didn't know that that's what that meant. I thought it was like, like going to, I'm going goblin mode. I'm going to go, <laughs> oh, I'm crazy. Because goblins seem more crazy to me than lazy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Learn something new every year, it turns out. Anyway, so I'm going to ask you which word, a real word, or one that you've made up, do you feel best sums up the year that we have just had? Whoever convinces me wins the round and the official title of Troubled Waters Word of the year, pick, word picking person, the venerated title. Okay, so Kristen, because you're ahead, give me a word and a definition and a justification. The 2022 word of the year, um, yes. according to uh, Yellowstone Nation, is Ooh. renaissance. Renaissance. Yes, please explain. Definition. Mm-hmm. When Beyonce Knowles drops an album out of nowhere that suddenly turns our timelines and truly our lives around for the yes. better, if only, you know, for the amount of time that it takes to, you know, just listen to the full album, then return to our daily hellscape. Uh-huh. But that is that is Renaissance. Renaissance, Renaissance. I'm telling you, she turned it out. And I don't know why you're returning to regular life when you can just have it on repeat and it'll just go right back to the beginning. (laughs) It doesn't ever have to stop. It doesn't have to stop. I, you know, I've said on this show before that I have like, it it is so, that album is so much a part of my life now that I have like childhood memories of like playing like double Dutch and like being in a, in the spray of a fire hydrant, listening to like, you know, alien superstar. I've, I've never done double Dutch or played a fire hydrant. Like that's that is how much this album has incepted itself into my brain. That is a very strong word of the year, much stronger than Goblin Mode. Emily Rose, how about you? Uh, I believe 2022's word of the year is yes. what oh, with my. eight A's because I feel like every single week we were finding ourselves asking this question. Yes, from um, question. like we've said, choices made by people who bought social media companies and yep. turned circles photos square and then had mm. votes that you mm. but advocated for free speech. We had people being slapped mm. at the Oscars. We had kids talking about Bill Clinton at the Game Awards. It was such a <laughs> what just kind of year in general. I don't yes. know if 2023 hopefully will be better, but I just feel all of us as a society just not we don't know where this future is going. There's an impending recession where where there's fear, there's there's concern. But I feel like just in pop culture wise, there were so many moments too where just the waters were essentially troubled. And yeah. we just kept finding ourselves asking the question, what? 
yeah, my God, you're so right. You're so right. This has just been a year of like, we, it's, um, it's like full, I, like, I don't have kids, but it, it's like what I imagine, uh, like having a three month old is where it's just like, you haven't gotten a full night's sleep in, you don't know how long you don't know when you're going to get another one. It's like, you're just living in like a fugue state and like no, nothing makes sense. And you're like irritable and you just truly don't like there. And then, and then it's just, and then the kid is like, you know, putting his finger in a, a socket and then he's a jerky teenager and then he's in college and then he calls once a month and, and it's just it's just utter chaos right uh we need i i i would argue that we need sundays back in our culture we need a day a week to just like sit oh, on a everything's couch off nothing happens and like oh do you need to go to the atm guess what you can't it's they're off and like you can't unless unless it's a hospital or a 7-eleven it's closed like just sit sit for a day a week. We need it so bad. I am partial. I am partial to what? Four points to you, Emily Rose. Three points to you, uh, Kristen, for Renaissance. These are both. Oh no. Okay. We have got a very, very tight game. Uh, it is seven to six on Troubled Waters. We're going to take a little break. And we will be right back after this. My fellow graduates, for 500 episodes, my podcast, The JV Club with Janet Varney, has gathered story after story of all the scandalous things we've done throughout our childhoods. Wait, what's happening? Stories like how Jamila Jamil survived a horrific house party and she was on crutches. This is great. Or how Hal Lublin learned a Shakespearean monologue in his pajamas. This is not the speech we approve. Without your love and life tragedies, there would be no podcast. In fact, I'll have an exclusive look at how Maggie lost. Lawson's mom confronted her after a sneaky basement meetup with her crush. Spill the tea, JV. Security! Uh, uh, listen to the JV Club with Janet Varney Thursdays on Maximum Fun! Class of forever! Hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Emily Rose Jacobson and Kristen Conger. Our next round is called New Year's Sing. Christmas gets a lot of the attention when it comes to holiday songs, but New Year's has a few bangers. There are a lot more. There's a lot more in in that in the world than Auld Lang Syne. That is why today we're going to do a very simple, very straightforward trivia round about the songs of the new year. I will ask a question that will have a song clip attached to it. You will answer the question. It is just that simple. We're keeping it nice and tidy in 2023. We're not going to overlay tax you. But here's the problem. Here's the rub as it were. In the spirit of the new year, each time you get a correct answer, I am also going to ask you to tell me something that you are hopeful for in 2023. It can be a resolution. It can be uh, an anticipation. It can be something completely unhinged and nihilistic. Uh, it will need to be different each time, or you do not get the point. We have to have rules in 2023. All right, here we go. Number one. Every year from its inception right through to 2014, when it kind of stopped doing anything with music uh, altogether, MTV had a whole series of New Year's Eve specials. I was there for a few of them. I was the one who would say yes when they would be like, who's going to go out to Times Square and get hypothermia? And I was like, sure. I didn't know I could say no. Uh, anyway, it was tons of fun. Um, now it's you turn it on and it's children breaking their jaws on park benches on 
uh, roller skates or whatever ridiculousness is. Anyway, uh, on New... Okay, so here's a question about one of the MTV New Year's Eves is... I was at this one. On New Year's Eve in 2000, the year of Y2K, when we all thought that like all the electricity was going to go down and that was going to be bad or whatever, no doubt performed a cover track on MTV's New Year's Eve. I'm going to play the track now. Buzz in when you know it. Cavill. Yes, Cavill. Emily it's Rose. the end of the world as we know it. And? Oh, yes. I, everyone, 2023, if nobody, if everybody needs to be showing up to the Barbie premiere and movie showings in all pink, mm. or I will be so disappointed. Oh, that's real good. That is an exhortation to wear pink and to go and see Barbie. I have not yet seen the the teaser. Um, I'm I'm kind of saving it for if I ever make it to Avatar, uh, the Way of Water. Go back to that. Go back to that wonderful planet. There. The teaser's good. There. The teaser is it? Good. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but um, Avatar is fucking three hours and fifteen it minutes. Is. It is. I oh. saw it yesterday. It doesn't feel like it. It it. All of a sudden, I was like, "Well, that was three hours because now it's four o'clock at Universal uh, Hollywood." But, um, but it 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 flies. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. I don't like doing things I like to do for three hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> Anyhow, um, and yes, I was actually the and was I was hoping you would say and I feel fine, which is sort of the oh. parenthetical <laughs> rest of the song title. But you jumped right in. You did the thing. Congratulations. I don't know if I've told this story on on this show. But uh, on that New Year's Eve, I was, of course, out in Times Square, where I always was on New Year's Eve. And um, at the stroke of midnight, Green Day Green Day was all out with me in, in the thing, like up on the platform over the crowd with Winona Ryder. And I don't know why, um, but why not? And uh, at the stroke of midnight, uh, Billy Joe uh, grabbed me and dipped me and fully French kissed me. And it all happened so fast that I didn't, I, I wasn't, I, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't like reciprocate almost. It all happened so fast. And you you better believe I checked every camera angle after that sh show was over just to see like, <laughs> did, did, any, did that happen? Nobody caught it. It's between me and Billy Joe and all of our listeners. Anyway, uh, two points to you, Emily Rose. All right, 1968. None of us was even alive. But 1968 uh, had a track that had a resurgence during the 2010s. It got featured on shows like Schitt's Creek and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Let us hear a tiny bit from This Will Be Our Year, and the question will come after that. The warmth of your love's like the warmth from the sun, and this will be our year to the long time to come. Don't let go of my hand now. Was This Will Be Our Year by which British invasion band? Stoner. Is yeah. it the Kinks? It's not the Kinks. Emily Rose and Henry Cavill to ride in on the Witcher horse and steal. Oh, I'm just gonna. I'll say Cavill, and I'll just just gonna take a random shot here. The monkeys? Not the monkeys. The no. monkeys were not British. Emily Rose. Oh, I'm gonna have no. to ask you to leave. But thank I you so much for being Goodbye. here. <laughs> um, yes, no, that was the zombies. Zombies. The zombies. Also known for the song uh, "Time of the Season." which is one of those that every time I hear it, it's like um, like I ha I have to stop what I'm doing and wait until they get to the line and let me try with pleasured hands. Oh. I, because I just can't believe that somebody wrote 
that lyric and then we're like hey this i wrote this let's make it in a song and then like sang it into a microphone and the whole thing pleasured hands i never realized that was a lyric and now oh, that listen, would be the only thing i listen for whenever listen i hear that it. song again oh my god listen to it you will uh you will cringe yourself inside out um they should be banished forever for that alone <laughs> okay um but okay you guessed first Kristen. And even though you're wrong, you still get a chance to win a point by telling me what you're hoping for in 2023. Well, I hope that um, we all can move forward into 2023 with with pleasured hands. With pleasured hands. Honestly, you couldn't have said it better. We have ourselves a tie. Uh, okay. Uh, next. In 2003, Ben Gibbard released three albums, a split solo album, a Death Cab for Cutie album called Transatlanticism, and the debut and only album by his side project, The Postal Service. One of these albums contained the following New Year's track. I will play the clip. Let me know which Ben Gibbard venture this was. Cavill? Yes. The postal one? No. Uh. Kristen DeSteele. Oh, oh my God. Now I'm. You know, the choices are it. even more limited than they were just a moment ago. Mm-hmm. You had three, now you only have two. Is yeah. it Ben Gibbard solo or Death Cab for Cutie? I'm going to go Death Cab. Well done. From Transatlanticism, that was the new Phew. year. Ooh, yeah. Uh, a, a beautiful moment from a time when Ben Gibbard didn't get on your nerves as much. Uh, okay, so Kristen, what's uh, something else you're looking forward to in 2023? Or something that you command the rest of the world to do? For um, yourself to do? Well, you know, my resolution for the United States of America is let's yes. just let's just hang on to that democracy, y'all. Oh, Come let's on. do it. Let's do it. With All of us together. Yes. Point to you for that one. All right. Let's get back to the British invasion. Here's a track about a specific new year from the Who's Tommy. Got a feeling 21 is going to be a good year. Especially if you and me sit in together. So you think 21. Okay, so that song has a feeling 21 is going to be a good year. What year does the Tommy film think is going to be a good year? Now, you said Tommy, right? Not Tommy Boy, the film? The the Who was not involved with Tommy Boy, the film, as far as as I'm aware. Yeah. Oh, man. My dad did not let me watch this film and only let me listen to select album numbers on the the Tommy soundtrack. Honestly, honestly, I'm 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 on team dad on that one. It's freaky. It's freaky. It's too much for a kid. Cavill, I'll just take a random shot in the dark. Sure. Um 81. Hmm. You know what? Kristen, take a swing. Whoever's closest to the pin will get the point. Uh, 84. Closest to the pin was Emily Rose. It was uh, 51. Oh, 51. 51 is going to be a good year. Wow, we were, <laughs> it, we were a little bit off, sure. Uh, okay, so what is the reason you think 23 is going to be a good year, Emily Rose? 
2023 is going to be a good year because Todd Howard is finally going to deliver Starfield onto us. This is um, Bethesda's brand new IP that they've done uh, within the last 10 years. They've only done the Elder Scrolls and Fallout. They're going to the stars. It's going to be, you can visit over 1,000 generated planets. You can fly. It's going to be a game that takes you at least five years to complete, I'm guessing. But man, he's giving us one of the best RPGs of all time. He teased us a little this year, didn't give it to us this year, hasn't told Mm. us a release date yet, but I'm coming for you, Todd, and you're going to tell us in 2023 when to play this game. I don't know anything about it. Christian Duenas says his fingers are crossed. What, what, it, take, talk me through it. What is it? All right, so Starfield takes place like in the, in the 2030s. Humans have left Earth. We now are in an area of space called the Settled Systems. There's kind of like, there's some governments, there's some insurrections in how you align yourself. Uh, you can be a space pirate. You can be a space chef. You can have followers who work on your ship. There's going to be robots that from the concept art alone look like they can wear cowboy hats, which I'm very excited about. But um, that's and space. It, that's the promise of space is, is robots and cowboy hats. I mean, well, that's, yeah. what, that's what um, that's what I Interstellar needed. All right, let's move on to our next one, the Swedish supergroup ABBA. Uh, they they gave us one of the highlights of 2022 with the album Voyage. If you haven't listened to it, it is spectacular. They are no strangers to New Year's. Here is a track about the holiday off of their 1980 Super Trooper album. Let's hear it. Now's the time for us to say Happy New Year. question is, is this a happy song? <laughs> yes, Emily Rose. Knowing Abba, no. It's going to be a sad one. <laughs> I mean, based on what you've heard, uh, show your work. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking of like, um, the winner takes it all. It's mm-hmm. about loss. Money, money, money. It's about not having anything. Yes. Um, let's see. Keep your eye on Dan from the latest album. It's about... Oh. Uh, I guess it's about keeping your eye on Dan, who I guess is an ex-husband or yeah. the kid that the new, I don't know. But keep your eye on Dan. Uh, yes, that is absolutely the correct answer. In uh, pure ABBA style, it's sort of happy and sort of sad and sort of angry. It's uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful ABBA moment. Share it with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. And Emily Rose, what's something else that uh, we can look forward to? I think I think in the spirit of ABBA in their new album, like you said, I would say 2023... If anything, this is your horoscope. We should be wary of Dan's. I think that yes. was Abba giving us a, a warning. And so mm-hmm. let us all take into the New Year's, Dan Rathers, any Dan out there, mm-hmm. be on your guard. Dan Humphrey from the original mm-hmm. Gossip Girl. He's probably mm-hmm. still up to no good. Um, Dan Harris. I'll, I'll meditate when I want to meditate, Dan Harris. Don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Dan Quayle. I agree. Dan mm-hmm. Quayle. Danny's Dan Danny's Quayle. safe, but Dan Danny's, just yeah. Danny's well, are safe. Mm, Masterson though. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh anyway, yes. Agreed. Okay, cool. Yes. Dance. Watch out for dance. Okay, let us move on. Sting released an album Brand New Day, and its titular track, inspired by the turn of the millennium. 
If you have been into a CVS, you've heard it. Let's hear a clip. Sting, brand new day. A song that also contains the lyric, turn the clock to zero, buddy. Don't want to be no fuddy-duddy. <laughs> Staying, get, get into the sea with the zombies and stay there. But for now, your question is, which Disney animated film was famously going to be a serious movie featuring a serious soundtrack by Serious Sting before it was completely reworked into a buddy comedy? A fuddy-duddy buddy comedy. Oh, I gavel. Yes? Uh, the Emperor's New Groove and the original title yes. of the film was Empire of the Sun. Didn't ask. But wait, is that real? That was the original, that was the serious title of it, uh, The Empire of the Sun. Wait, wasn't that already a movie? No. Empire of the Sun? Empire Under the Sun? I forget. Empire Under the Sun? Anyway, okay, wow, all right. But then they they were like, what if David Spade? And then they moved forward. Okay, interesting. Kingdom of the Sun, we're being told. Kingdom of the Sun, apologies. Kingdom of the Sun, we are being told. Uh, yes, that is correct. The Emperor's New Groove. Uh, Sting still had an Oscar-nominated song on the soundtrack, but he lost to Bob Dylan. Um, Kristen, for an extra point, what is something in 2023 that you hope doesn't get canceled or reworked or rebooted? Ooh. Oh, wow. Ugh, I've already said democracy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that... Oh, God... I just, I mean, this is first thing coming to mind is I just want to see the next season of Succession. That's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So don't, don't like turn it into a, a, a wacky situation comedy or a, um, a panel show about uh, skate fails. Keep it as it was. Keep it as it was for the next season. I would, I would watch, I would watch Kendall Roy's Skate Fails video. Though. Yeah, that would be a pretty good show. But like, like make it, make it bonus material. Put it yeah. just on HBO Max. Uh, okay, next, one of the most iconic New Year's Eve songs of all time remains Prince's 1999, which feels oddly nostalgic given that it is now 2022. And like, I guess the world, the ending of the world in 1999 hasn't not come true. It's just been slower than maybe Prince uh, anticipated. Anyway, what year was it released? A, 1981, B, 1982, C, 1990, or D, 1984? Stoners. Yes. I'm gonna go with A. Incorrect. Emily Rose, to steal. I'm gonna go with uh D, 1984? Oh, you're both all wet. Uh, Like Prince at all times. Uh, It was B, 1982. 1982. Uh. That's when the album and the single came out. Uh, And Kristen, because you were first to buzz in, what is the reason you're going to party like it's 1999 in 2023? Because 2022 is over. See, it's like making me sing automatically. Um, Turning the page. New horizon. Mm. Yes. Pastures new, as it were. I totally agree. Point to you. All right. Finally, we, of course, must end a New Year's Eve round with the Queen of New Year's Eve herself, Ella Fitzgerald. Here is her rendition of Frank Lesser's What Are You Doing, New Year's Eve? 
just the same What are you doing New Year's New Year's Eve Ah, what are you doing New Year's Eve? A song that contains the lyric Here comes the jackpot question in advance which is all, always takes me out of it a little bit but anyway <laughs> Uh, the question is, which of the following artists was not featured on the 2007 tribute album, We All Love Ella? And I must go in and give you multiple choice because I can't just let you just name an artist that wasn't on that album because <laughs> there are a whole lot that weren't. In fact, most artists weren't. But anyway, which of these wasn't? A, Queen Latifah, B, Michael Buble, C, Ella Fitzgerald, or D, Whitney Houston? Stoner. Yes, Kristen? C, Ella Fitzgerald. No. Oh, I thought it was going to be a no. trick question. A live concert track from 1977 uh, was included with uh, Ella Fitzgerald and Stevie Wonder. Emily Rose. Ah, uh, I'm torn between two. Well, you can only answer one. So. I know. Uh, uh, I'll go with Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston is correct. <gasps> okay, because I correct. was, Queen yes. Latifah was, was throwing me for a, a loop there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotta get Queen Latifah. Uh, she and Michael Buble both contributed tracks. Whitney Houston didn't do nothing. And here comes the jackpot question in advance, Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing in 2023? I am praying that early 2000s fashion stops returning. Man, we are just getting back to the super low-rise cut jeans. I thought that was a bygone era I say fight, 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 wear your high waists, wear your bell bottoms, wear wear your mid-rise. We don't have to have these low-rise jeans. We don't have to have, oh, and the camis under the tank, like tank tops and camis underneath shirts are coming back too. Uh, You're going to start telling me chevron and big chunky necklaces are next and I can't help myself. So please stop it now. Stop it now. We all all have navels. We've proven it. We don't need, we don't need to do this anymore. Mm-mm. Emily, well I will yes, I will join you. that I will join that campaign. Thank you. Proudly with a, you. Yes. Stop it from <laughs> happening. Signatures. We've got to find a way to stop the early 2000s from happening. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Emily Rose and Henry Cavill are in the lead with 16. However, Kristen and her Yellowstone Nation are just behind with 12. We're going to take another little break. We'll be right back with more Trouble Waters after this. Hey, that's Ben. And that's Adam. And together we host a show called Greatest Trek on Maximum Fun that covers all of the new Star Trek shows. Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Picard, Prodigy, Discovery, and any other Star Trek show Paramount throws at us. Come check it out for our funny and formative recaps of all the new stuff the Star Trek Industrial Complex churns out. It's in your podcatcher every Tuesday. Subscribe to Greatest Trek. It's a new Star Trek podcast from the makers of The Greatest Generation. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Emily Rose Jacobson and Kristen Conger. It is time for our final round. It is one we are calling Old Year Resolution. This is this is kind of like a, a mashup, as it were. Talk about early 2000s. This is the time of year that everybody begins making false promises to themselves and to their communities that uh, will carry into maybe next week and then be forgotten about forever. We are not interested in that. We don't want it. What we are interested in is the cringeworthy moments that you actually experienced in 2022 that you still carry and cannot forget about. 
We need each of you to share what you think is the most awkward or embarrassing or cringe city thing that you did in 2022 that haunts you still. And then in the spirit of renewal, in the spirit of a new year and healing and new friendships even, I will make the person who didn't have the thing that made them cringe give the person who did have the thing that made them cringe uh, a little pep talk, a little motivational speech about why it's okay, why it's all right, and how much better things are going to be in 2023. All right, Kristen, because you're you're a little bit behind, I'm going to have you go first. What is the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in 2022? Oh, my goodness. Where do I even begin? Okay, so... Picture this. I was pulling out of my um, apartment complex driveway. It was a Sunday. There was um, a little bit of a Sunday dog crowd. People were were out walking their dogs. I had an audience. Mm -hmm. And I was in a hatchback, kind of low to the ground and windows fully down and was just driving slowly past this this group of cheerful dog walkers as my car fully bottomed out in slow motion and the whole like front hood of my car was just ripped off of it and i also realized in that moment i was like blasting windows down uh the podcast bitch sesh in which, for the beginning of that episode, Casey Rose Wilson was just uh, singing a cappella, Danny Boy, oh Danny Boy. So I just saw had like a group of people watching me destroy my car oh my slowly while oh mm-hmm. Danny Boy a cappella blasted from my car. And um, wow. yeah, and it was mortifying. Wow. That yeah. is that is glorious. That is yeah. glorious. Yeah. How, how, are you okay? I'm I'm in better shape than the car, Dave. And thanks oh. for asking. Okay, okay. Uh, Emily Rose, what kind of what kind of what kind of guidance? What kind of support can you offer to our friends uh, down here? Well, you know, cars are replaceable. Mm. Our dignity isn't. But know that. Whoever was watching you, whoever witnessed this, feel bad for the car, but mostly saw you and your element confidently blasting a podcast, <laughs> listening to to who knows what, and perhaps got them interested. Perhaps they went home and Googled, where is a podcast where we have someone singing acapella Danny Boy? And where can I find this? Perhaps you touched more souls than you felt cringed. And so... Good on you for living your life so confidently that when your car, when that did happen, you weren't just listening to silence. You weren't just listening to a basic radio station or just, or just, you know, just the normal, like another podcast, which could be like, all right, fine, NPR. But no, you had the confidence to listen to something so specific, something so loud, something so grand that you made your entrance known. And by God, that's how you should be in 2023. Ooh. Wow, God, that was that was lovely. That was really lovely. I'm going to hold off on revealing points until we've uh, each had a chance to do this. So, Emily Rose, it is now your turn to tell us what was your most cringe-tastic moment of 2022. Oh, well, similar to Kristen, there's so many. So I'm going to have to go with the one that was the most recent, which happened the other weekend. Um, we were at a post-holiday kind of company 
company ended party. Uh, so we're all just kind of hanging out. And I decided, you know what? Tonight's the one night I'm going to pay myself a little Uber. I'm going to drink to my heart's content. And we're going to have yeah. fun because I haven't done that in a while. So uh, I'm drinking a bunch of painkillers because that is one of my drinks of choice. The drink. Oh, yes. Not like liquefied. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, okay. yeah, I'm taking a painkiller while also shooting an entire bottle of Tylenol. Um, <laughs> and I just kept going and didn't eat and kept mm. going to the point where I'm sitting with a few of my former coworkers in a bar and I have this Ghostbusters person just keeps falling off my lap. I'm sitting on like one of those elevated chairs, keeps falling off my lap and smacking the ground. I got all these keychains and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then I just start emotionally blubbering to like these oh. two former coworkers of mine, just like, you know what? We had the good times. And then here's what's happening in my life. And like, there were people, I was observing the people next to me. And it was one of those nights where you get home and you're like, how did I call myself an Uber? Um, but yeah, I just emotionally vomited on two former coworkers that I barely talk to anymore. But um, they were very kind and they kept picking up my purse for me as I kept dropping on the ground. And the server had to come over too and help me pick up my purse. So that was oh. uh, super duper fun. Oh man, been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, thank you for being so vulnerable. Kristen, give us your your very best consolation or celebration or whatever whatever you choose. Yes, yes. Emily, I would like to raise a glass to you and cheers for that evening that so many of us have had. Who among us has not been maybe overserved at a company holiday party and overshared. And listen, here's the thing. I have a feeling with that server, the reason they came over and kept picking up your purse, it was a Ghostbusters bag. How cool is that? They probably wanted to check out, wait, is that a Ghostbusters bag? Let me get a closer look. I will pretend as if I am politely picking this purse up and handing it back to her. But in fact, they were just checking and rechecking, being like, wait, no, but where can I get this? Need more details. So I think that takes care of the server. You're really just a fashion influencer at this point. And as far as, you know, feeling awkward about all those painkillers and oversharing to these, you say, former co-workers, well, I mean, what a parting gift, you know, like leave your emotional baggage and yes, even, you know, your bag with them on your way out the door as you turn the page to this next year. So, mm. Emily, again, I say cheers. Cheers. Thank you. A, a fine, a fine, uh, a, a, just sort of a, a reframing, really, more than anything, of the issue. Let me, let me just go through uh, our points right now. Um, Kristen, your story of a slow motion car wreck is, uh, is a six-point story. I mean, it's a six-point story if I've ever heard one. Uh, a slow motion car wreck is something that we say as, you know, as like something bad that happened. It's like a, it's a, like a, a simile, right? It's like a slow motion car wreck. And yet there are so few slow motion car wrecks <laughs> to, as someone who has also been in one, um, it's, it's awful. And like it, you can't, it can't stop, but you're just sitting there like, I know it's terrible. It's very relatable. Uh, so that's a six point. It, honestly, Emily's still very strong with a four point, uh, sort of justification cheering up speech. Um, what I liked most is that you said you weren't just listening to silence. What a, what a nice, what, what a nice framing of that issue. Not, not listening to anything, but actively listening to silence. Who knew that was a choice that you could make? 
<laughs> but it is. Four points to you. Um, your your story, also a, an excellent four-point story. We have all been there. We have all, you know, had that Ghostbusters, our, our emotional and physical version of a Ghostbusters bag that spills all over the floor. Um, and honestly, um, Kristen, strong, a, a, a three-point cheer-up. And, and I'm only docking you points because you didn't say the thing that you must remember, the thing that everyone must remember this holiday party season. When you wake up and you have that feeling of like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I say? I said all kinds of inappropriate things. Oh God, whatever. What, what you fail to remember is that literally everyone you were with is thinking the exact same thing about themselves. <sighs> Literally yes. everybody. <laughs> you don't know. Good. You have to work so hard to be the person that they remember as the drunkest from a holiday party. <laughs> really from any party. Just remember that. Not that I'm saying you should go out and do things where you're like, you wake up and you've browned out a little bit and you're not exactly sure what went on. That's not great. That's not healthy. But if it happens, you must remember that the whole rest of the world is thinking the same thing. Okay, so wait. Let me, let me, let me do one last Okay. This is me. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, no, I did that in reverse. Shit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. All right. And oh, my God. This was a tight one. This was a tight one. But by three points, 24 to 21, Henry Cavill rides it to glory on a Warhammer steed. I think that's how it works, maybe. maybe Close. Uh, congratulations, Emily Rose. Kristen, a solid effort. A solid end of year effort. And you can, I think, can go, you can go into 2023 feeling very confident about yourself. Yeah, and, and it feels appropriate for Yellowstone Nation to not win. Yeah, I, I think that's say. really true. I think it's really true. That old Chandler family or whatever, is, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, okay. It is now time for plugs. Tell us what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, tell us something that someone else is doing that you want the world to know about. Kristen, we'll start with you. Because you're illuminated on my Zoom screen. Okay, so... I host a podcast on Ladylike, and that is what I'm working on all the time. And you can listen to it everywhere, and you can follow it on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter for now mm. at Unladylike Media. And since I mentioned the podcast in my car wreck story, I'll, and not that they need my plug, but I'll go ahead and shout out one of my favorite podcasts that does get me through every week, which is Bitch Sesh, hosted by the fabulous Danielle Schneider and Casey Rose Wilson. So great. Go listen to it. Maybe you'll have a slow. No, actually, no. I'm not going to wish you a slow motion car wreck for that. <laughs> just, en just enjoy it. Just get into it. Just get into it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy that show. I couldn't care less about the Housewives franchise, but they are a, a joy to listen to. Uh, Emily Rose, how about you? Yeah. Uh, if you like Mass Effect, uh, the video game, and you like tabletop RPGs, I'm a part of a Mass Effect tabletop RPG called Mass Effect Adventum. We've uh -huh. been playing for about five years now. We just started season uh -huh. three. We had Mark Meir, uh, the voice actor of Commander Shepard himself, join us on our season three kind of ep premiere episode. So uh -huh. um, give that a listen if you're interested in the new tabletop RPG. Okay. And then I didn't understand any of those words. Something that <laughs> someone else did that you want the world to know about. Yeah, um, uh, all the folks over at Fear HQ, which is uh, AMC's Twitch channel, they just shot four different horror shorts, and oh. they invited people, they shot them on Twitch, so you could actually watch the filmmaking process, so stay tuned this 2023 to see those four final film shorts uh, premiere and air. They're all really, really cool. Wow, all right then. Right on, thank you very much. Emily Rose Jacobson, Kristen Conger, thank you so much for being with us. You there with the headphones. We thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, have a very happy 2023, and thank you for listening to Troubled Waters. Goodbye. 
You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Emily Rose Jacobson. Make a noise. Woohoo! Woo! Kristen Conger! Hello! Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. confident with that. Yeah! Okay, hello! <laughs> yeah! Uh, our script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Happy New Year. Oh, and we all give you a big New Year's smooch. Have a great one. Be happy. Be healthy. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.